Havala Kennington podcast and I'm Havala Kennington. I'm so excited that you joined me today because I have a really special show today. In fact, of all the time that we've spent together in podcast land, I've only had three guests on my podcast. And those of you that have followed me know that Heather Lindsay and Lisa Bevere were the two women that have joined me. But today, I don't have a woman, I have a man, and he's a friend of mine. And I'm really excited about having my friend Josh on the program today, because Josh and I, actually, his wife is one of my best friends, and they've become really family friends of ours. And what I love about Josh and Danielle is just the history that we've built together as friends, but also we've watched each other live life together for the past four and a half years. In fact, I was looking back at a picture of on my Facebook feed of Easter four years ago. We all sat at the table. We were missing one child. All of our other kids were little. Uh, but it's really been many years where we've seen each other really grow in our life, in our families, in our marriages. Um, but what I love about Josh is him and I, if we're going to talk about life, we're going to end up talking for a while and we're going to dive into uh, you know, why people do what they do. Cause that's really fascinating to us. We want to know. Uh, and, and I think probably him and I are, are similar in the way that we get, we've gotten stuck ourselves and I'll let him share his story. Um, but, but often I found where we get stuck is oftentimes the place God wants to give us the most freedom so that we can help others who are stuck in the same environments. And so I, I don't want to prolong this too much, but I'm really excited that Josh Sirba is on the program today. Um, Josh, I want to say hi to everybody and and give them a, I don't know, like a greeting. I'm not really sure how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Well, first and foremost, Havila, just thank you so much for uh, having me on the podcast. I know that it is it is something that you said that you uh, don't often open up for other people, and me being the first official guy that is the uh, the guest is a is a big deal to me. So. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, for those of you that don't know who I am, uh, my name is Josh Searbaugh, and um, I have a life consulting practice where I work with people one-on-one and help them get personal transformation to kind of transition from just surviving in life or, like Havila said, getting stuck in some capacity to making the transition to really thriving and learning how to be present and stepping into uh, their God-given calling in different forms and fashions. And so... Um, I'm also the the founder of a website called jumpstartyourlife.com, which we'll probably touch on a little bit later on. Uh, but those are pretty my the, the, those are really the, my two main primary focuses right now is my consulting practice of really working one on one, and then the website that has just recently launched uh, that kind of takes the the core elements of what I do with people and expands it and, and broadens the the reach and the ability to be able to help people, not just in my office, but in their home as well. Yeah. And I love that that part of your life. Now, you didn't always, you were always somebody who wanted to help people or I don't really, I don't know if I really want to say that, like you didn't, you didn't like people, but you definitely had a totally different life before you got into all of this. You were, um, well, you were a soldier. And you were, right? 
Well, I, I won't be offended by that. And those that were in the military know. Shoot, I, I was, I was trying not to say it. I was trying to like, <laughs> I know how like particular this is and I sound so ignorant. So forgive me. I literally was like, is soldier the appropriate phrase? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so no, school I, me. I did, uh, I did I wanna... <laughs> four years in active duty Marine Corps. And, uh, and so you can only imagine that that taught me uh, that emotions didn't have value and to, you know, suck it up and push on and real men look like this, et cetera. And so, uh, I mean, that, that is a small piece of my, my, my journey and my process. I mean, I, I grew up in a home that I, I say didn't really talk about three things, which was sex, money, or emotions. And those are kind of the things that make up my life now and a lot of other people's lives. Um, yeah, for those of you that are married, put the disclaimer out there, the sex piece. No, but no, even if you're single, just the being willing to have those kinds of conversations and dialogue. Uh, it was it partly my parents' generation, and the other part was just the Midwest traditional Baptist upbringing that uh, I didn't didn't go there. And so I processed through a lot of pain. And the way that I did that was uh, to suppress it and shut it down by rebelling and doing the things that weren't the best decisions as a teenager. And my solution at the time was to join the Marines, which really only solidified that, like I said, emotions don't really have a place in my life. And where that led to was once I got out of the military and met my wife, Danielle, and we, we got married and had a couple kids, I worked with a couple different people and tried to launch some businesses. And because I didn't know how to take care of myself in a healthy way, and I wasn't aware of how my situation or my environment was affecting me from an emotional standpoint, I burnt out. Uh, I got clinically depressed and I was at one point struggling with an addiction to pornography. Um, I was drinking periodically at night. And, and let me say this, it was while I was going to church and having time and worship and praying for people and all of that. And so um, that led to me feeling somewhat like a fraud and, and really having shame in my world because of the almost the double life. I mean, not the intentional double life, but just where I was emotionally versus what I knew to be true from a biblical standpoint. Um, so go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, I love the thought that you said these topics were not something that we talked about. You can hear my dog in the background. I'm very sorry. The podcasters know Bear is a part of our podcast. <laughs> um, but it's interesting that you said those three topics were not a part. And then you were also indoctrinated in, in you and you set up environments in your life that didn't require you to look at those areas or talk about those areas. Yeah. And so you go through this whole thing and then obviously like we know this now that we kind of help people out of these moments, but we begin to live a double life, not because we want to, but because we have to, because we don't know where to be honest and we don't know what's safe. And we start to feel ashamed. And so shame, it almost divides us internally when we start to live two different in two different worlds, which is biblically, it's the place of being miserable. It's that lukewarm, yeah. you know, yeah. horrible environment, but we, but and either we stay medicated and we don't get free or we, 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 we climb our, we climb out, we, we claw ourselves out of that place. So how did you, how did you get out of that place? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the way that I described it is it felt like I was water skiing in mud, which is 
it's it's messy. It's not as fun, and it is not nearly um, what I knew I should be or could be in life. And so, clawing your way out—that that's a great phrase because that's what it definitely felt like. It really started. It's about seven years ago that I, be, from being in a state of burnout, I just decided I needed to do whatever I needed to do to to face the areas of my life that I had either been ignoring or hadn't learned how to manage well. And sure. that led to uh, a pretty painful process. Um, it led to me meeting with someone on a on a weekly basis to kind of process and start talking about things that I hadn't talked about. And, and don't get me wrong, I didn't have a extremely traumatic childhood where I was you know, an alcoholic father that beat me every day or anything like that. But the environment I did have, there were shortcomings in it. And my parents, in the best that they could do, still had areas that, uh, that there was a sense of lack for me as a child. And I carried that on with me as I grew older. And so clawing my way out of that was being willing to put words to it and begin to validate my emotions instead of suppress them and begin to uh, put words to what I had experienced, both the good and the bad. And through that process, um, it helped me find my voice. It helped me find my identity again, where I didn't have to have kind of those two worlds because I had established a group of people that actually knew me for where I was at, whether it was good or bad. And um, I mean, I had good moments and I had, I was going to say horrible moments, but let's raw moments or low moments, whatever you'd want to call it. Um, and inviting relationships with like you and Ben as, as two of those people uh, into certain moments where either I forgot who I was or where um, the depression just made me feel like I didn't have a capacity to own what I knew I could. And, uh, and so through that process, I began to have a passion to help others as I was starting to kind of get life and get connected and realize that uh, in just talking with different people in the, there's a ministry school here at Bethel that I would volunteer at. And there would be several just kind of touch points with other people that because I had walked through it, like you said, uh, it gave me an ability to kind of identify certain areas in their lives that I could lend strength to or help them find the real root issue of what was um, causing their, let me say it a different way, is a lot for a lot of people, where they're stuck at or the areas that they feel incompetent or inadequate at, those are a byproduct of a root issue. And so I, be, I became, it, it became almost an obsession for me to, in my own life, find out what those were because I started to feel life as I addressed them and was willing to face them. And by learning how to flex that muscle in my own life, I was able to start to do that for other people. Yeah. And one thing that you and Danielle are, seem to be really passionate about is really connecting with your heart and being willing to respect the feelings that you're having and not deny them, but be willing to say, this hurts, this isn't okay. And then be willing to go and do the work to get your heart back engaged. And yeah, um, yeah I, I love that part of, of what your journey has been. Yeah, I, I mean, the way that I say it is validating your emotions doesn't mean that you're stuck there. But validating them yeah, is, great is one of the key things for you to be able to 
find your voice in life because when you don't validate your emotions and you find ways to to sabotage your life or to suppress them that's where people get stuck and that's where people uh, you know find similar cycles in their life where they're in the same style of relationship that they know is unhealthy but don't know how to change and or they they have always heard that they have certain potential but don't know how to access it different things like that um and and validating your emotions even if it's just a moment it, it doesn't take away the pain but validating it is the first step in helping you identify what life can look like on the other side of it. Yeah. And do you think people commonly know that they're not doing well? Or do you think it actually takes, uh, you know, someone telling them, hey, you are emotionally immature or your, your emotions stopped at an early age? Or, you know, how do people find that out? I would say both. Uh, I mean, some people are naturally emotionally intelligent, but disconnected. And so for some people, they just have a natural gift to be able to identify either uh, things that they're off. They may not be able to say exactly what they are, or put words to the emotions, but they can feel that something's not right. And that's the kind of people that I, I say, you know, it, I'll have clients sitting in front of me either in a first or second session, and they feel like they're at a really rough spot. And I go, well, you're actually really emotionally intelligent. And it almost jars them because they feel like they're emotionally at a bad place. Sure. Um, but it, it's just a matter of learning how to bring clarity to that for them. So there's that side of people where they have that. There's the other side of people that um, that don't have that inherently wired into who they are. But the good news is it's a it's an area that you can work on and focus on and strengthen yourself in. So if if you say, oh well, I just don't think about emotions. I'm a logical person. And it's just not who I am. That is lovingly and a convenient excuse for you to not address certain things that you probably need to. So there's there's both sides of it. Um, and whether it's meeting with a life consultant like me or a therapist or a counselor or really good friends that know you intimately, uh, all of those or any of those can help play into you learning how to strengthen that area of your life. And it's it's learning how to become self-aware. It's learning how to understand um, you know, the environments that you're in. It's learning how to understand how different relationships can affect you. All of that, uh, both in your past and in your present. But going through a process of saying, I'm going to commit to learning how to strengthen it, whether it's something that you're naturally inherent and, and good at, or it's something where you're just innocently oblivious to, um, I, I meet both, but I've worked with both and have been able to help them dial in um, that emotional intelligence and that self-awareness to be able to help them. You know, I mean, everybody has hard times. There's yeah, no way to say sure. that you're not going to have challenges in life. The question is, how do you identify how you respond to it and what do you do about it? Yeah. And, and that's the area of learning how to strengthen. It's, it's true. And, you know, in my own life, and I've said this before on the podcast, but having someone help you walk through these things is vital. I mean, I've gone all the way from a counselor to a life coach, to a pastor, to a mentor, you know, someone in your life that has an objective perspective that can say, hey, you know, one of the most powerful phrases anyone's ever used with me is that's really normal. Yeah. And that is so freeing to know, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I just am in a different season or I'm, I need to grow in this area. 
So, you know, like yourself, I think those roles in our life are, in, they're so, um, they're so important and influential. Um, you know, even in my own life, there's times when I'll look at Ben and say, it's time for me to meet with somebody. And I just know it. I know that sure. I'm either stuck on something or God's trying to get to something in my heart or there's, you know, something I need to grow in. And, and I know I can't do it looking at the mirror all the time and just hoping sure. that I somehow talk myself out of it. I have to get someone helping me. I have to help someone and, and I have to have someone help pro- process with me. So that's what I really, just really love about your journey, your influence, really your career in, in many ways is what you do. You spend your energy helping people grow in their, in their mental, emotional, and spiritual lives. Very, very important. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you said something really good, Havlin. That is that um, the the whole concept of it's normal, and what what I think is so powerful about that is the fact that I mean we talk about it all the time in different forms, but the whole social media society and the fact that that is it's people's highlight reels, and there's no secret about that. I mean that's pretty widely known now. Of, sure. If you immerse yourself in Facebook and and that's where you're kind of putting your focus, it's really easy to get depressed because you feel like you're the only one that's struggling because you're looking at all your friends that are having great moments at yes. the time. But, <laughs> so true. But it, it's that hearing that from someone else that works with people specifically to go, hey, it's okay. Or this is not your new normal. It's not always going to be like this. You are going through something that everyone goes through, things like that. Um, helps validate what you're feeling so you don't feel crazy. And it also brings normalcy to your process because of the subconscious influence of Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and all of that, where we don't put our weak moments up for people to see. We put our, our fun, happy highlight reels and don't get me wrong. I've got nothing wrong or nothing bad to say about social media, Sure, but I think, that's what makes it stand out so much is when people can normalize what everybody processes and goes through, it, it helps ground you and gives you permission to be okay with not being okay for a time. Yeah. And, and what you're saying is it's not the person who's just divulging everything on Facebook and emotionally dumping, but you're in an yeah. actually place of safety to sit with somebody who can guard your heart, guard your story and, and say, this is good. This is not good. We're going to work on this. And no one is, is just, you know, liking or not liking your post of your emotional (laughs) (laughs) process, which often happens. Somebody is, you know, pray for me, I'm panicked or, you know, or whatever. And I understand that when you, when you are discouraged or depressed or have anxiety, Facebook is a great place to want to post, but, but that is deceiving because it's not a safe place. And those things can be used against us. And those things end up being confusing for those people that are around us. And that's not just the only place we can be honest. We've got to have other people in our real, real relationships and real people in our lives. And I, I don't think that those aren't real relationships, but I'm just simply saying someone that in the privacy of a relationship can say, I love you, but we got to work on this. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think, I think this conversation is important. I think we've got to have these kind of conversations and it's awesome to hear a man be willing to talk about these things. <laughs> um, I, I always, you know, I live with five of them. So to hear you talk w- about this in such an articulate way is always really powerful. Yeah, and there is hope. I have three hope. brothers. We grew up in a, 
I, I can't imagine. Um, I mean, I think about at times the the chaos that we gave our mom yes. with four boys. And, <laughs> and so if, if the point being is that if I can grow up with three brothers and have all kinds of broken bones and stitches and holes in the wall and not talk about emotions to now, that's essentially what I help it's people true. do. There is hope for there is hope. pretty much anyone, regardless <laughs> of where you're at. That's why you're my friend. Just knowing that your mom <laughs> is still alive and you are alive. Those are just, those are my parameters for help. Um, you know, I'm curious for those people that are listening today that are like, gosh, I would love more of this. I feel like my husband needs to hear this, or I would like to get more training or, you know, I just, I feel stuck and I'm, and I don't have anybody. Um, what do I do? You know, that's something that I'm really proud of you and something I've had my own kind of hand in with, with in your course of going through it myself and, and looking at all of what you've done. And I'm really, really proud of it. It's called Jumpstart Your Life. And it's a course um, about learning how to improve your, I shouldn't be telling everybody what the course is about because I clearly am not the one that is did it, doing it, but I'm a fan and I feel like um, there's some really powerful, powerful things. How long is the, is the course? So there's a couple different things that I currently have that can kind of, um, for lack of better words, jumpstart your process. Sure. Yeah. So it's the, the domain name is jumpstartyourlife.com. And the course that you're referencing, it is, it's a nine week course and there are 12 things that I walk people through. And every, every one of those has a, a little bit of a teaching of kind of the, the concept and the approach to certain things, as far as whether it's identifying the true you or managing anger, both healthy and unhealthy, or, how to identify triggers that uh, what emotional triggers are in the first place and what to do about them, the need for empathy and compassion, all that kind of stuff. And uh, it is, I, I've been doing life consulting now for a handful of years and I've been in the personal development and my own healing journey for about a decade now. And those 12 sessions are really the core 12 things that I can say I walk clients through that I actually see change with that, um, I wish I had about five or 10 years ago myself uh, was a big one. And, and so that's, that's one thing, but there's another one as far as a starting point, which is I just, there's a quiz on jumpstart your life and it is quite simply, what is your emotional age? And oh, there's I love a short that. video on the, the page itself. And uh, for specific for this podcast, if you guys are listening to it, there is a URL you can go to. It's jumpstartyourlife.com forward slash EQ for emotional quiz. Um, the quiz is, uh, I think, the first step. And also specific for the, the podcast listeners is once you take the quiz, uh, you know, the course is $200 for the, the nine weeks. But um, on the back end of taking the quiz, because I feel like it's a really important thing for you to to have a starting point to know where you're at is I actually give a half off discount to everybody who takes the quiz. Um, and so that is just something you can go to the landing page and the homepage and see the course there. But I would highly recommend you not buy it through that because simply taking the quiz gives you a foundation to work from and you get half off the price of the course. Yeah. And I love that. You um I also anyone who's listening in is like, you know, I'm I'm in the middle of exercising, carpooling or I'm on the on a plane. Uh we'll leave all this in the show notes so you can easily find it and click on it and connect. Um and also you have a blog where you write, you know, articles and, you know, the the um 
quiz is a gift and is there to serve people. The blog is there to serve people. You're also doing a bit a class on that, a, a small short video for that as well to serve people. So there's yep. plenty of things that you can connect with this message without, you know, investing uh, fully. But if you feel like, gosh, I need to invest in this kind of concept, maybe you even feel called and anointed to preach people or, or, or lead people in this area. You know, I would really highly recommend that you consider investing in something like this to really grow. It's one of those courses that as I went through it, I thought there's so many people that I want to take this as well as my own sons. And there'll be a season when I want my boys to go through this process as well. And just learning to understand and respect what's going on in the inside of them. It's very, very important. Well, I, I mean, your sons don't have to uh, go through it. We get to have some hard, hard to conversations. That's you right. Know, so. <laughs> no. I'm like, Josh is coming over. Put that video on. Watch that video. <laughs> He's going to walk you through this. <laughs> That's what I do. I try to find people that can be our friends that I don't have to pay to help me. <laughs> I'm a counselor. I'm trying to be friends with a doctor currently. If anybody has a doctor friend, no. But um, all that to say, I, I really am. I, I really could not recommend it more. And, um, you know, I think this conversation needs to continue. Um, and, and I really, you know, like I said, follow Josh. I'll make sure and link all his stuff up to my social media so you guys can follow along. But, um, you know, I hope that this begins your journey in figuring out um, how to grow body, soul, and spirit in your emotions and in your life and jumpstart it. So, Josh, thanks for being a guest on uh, my show today. I'm so honored you're here. Yeah, well, the honor goes both ways. I really, really do appreciate not just our friendship, but also the opportunity to be able to have this conversation. And, you know, I mean, that's just, just not to beat a dead horse, but that really is why I am blogging, why I created the course, why I created the quiz, why there, you know, the emotional health class that will be coming out here in the next month or two is is there is because I want these conversations to come out. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you do if you look at my blog, I, I have things like talking about sex and talking about what porn stole from my masculinity. And I, I think it, even though it's more openly talked about, I don't think it's talked about enough. Yeah, so I, I truly do appreciate the opportunity to be able to share just a little snippet of uh, my own journey, my own process. And hopefully the takeaway that uh, some you know of your followers can have is that it does. It sparks that initial desire to want to be able to learn more about what does make me tick. And, um, you know, it's great to know the foundations of a lot of different things, whether it's Bible verses or, um, you know, taking care of your health, but the emotional element is a huge part of being able to thrive in all areas of life. It's so true. In fact, we did the prophetic personality course and the, the highest percentage was our feelers. And so oh, part yeah. of that tells me that we've got to know how to, we got to, we have to know how to manage that part of us. And yeah. know that we're we're living in a out living our feeler feelings out in a healthy way, or they can lead us astray. Right? That yeah, just rhymed. Yeah. I want you to write that down. But um, <laughs> if we don't manage our feelings, <laughs> then they will lead us astray. But I, I'm so excited, Josh. Thank you for joining me. Give my love to your family. We will Definitely. catch up again uh, on this podcast. And all of you, uh, those that, that are listening today, thank you for giving us a portion of your day. I'm always honored to have that little that little moment in your life. And uh, for those of you that want to learn more, you can always find me um, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, and sometimes Periscope. I'm there almost every day. Have a great day, and I'll catch you next time.